podcast contains strong language and adult themes from the outset. Hi everyone and thanks for listening to Because You Watched, the podcast where comedians pitch completely original TV show and movie ideas. My name's Beck Hill and I am joined by the Billy Piper to my David Tennant, <laughs> the Robin to my Batman, the Luigi to my Mario, it's Rory the producer. Hello, that's me. Uh, I've brought you guys a category which is a real video on demand category i've done some research on it and tasked you with coming up with some amazing ideas and we are going to knock them out together um and come up with some amazing ideas that fit that category and i'm going to jot them all down and we're going to have some amazing new additions to our slate yay i'm really looking forward to today's episode because we've got two wonderful guests your first guest you'll know from taskmaster and live at the apollo she's been on travel man with richard awadi the late late show with james corden i mean she's basically everywhere but at the same time right now safely indoors it's lou sanders hello thank you for having hey, me mate. did i get a wolf did i get a wolf whistle then i hope so <laughs> yeah that, you got a couple from me yeah great thank you thank you i don't come out and, i don't come out unless i get a wolf whistle <laughs> it was on your rider wasn't it yeah 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 when they're clapping for the nhs i'm like sorry is anyone gonna wolf whistle me um, <laughs> too much <laughs> do you mean like as in we we should have a wolf whistle for Lou Sanders at like a specific time slot in the week or do you mean just like people see you on your doorstep yeah more like if you're seeing me in my porch you know a little bit of appreciation wouldn't go miss I'm well I was gonna ask how your cupboard is Lou where are you recording from do you know what I'm I didn't have to get in the cupboard and for that I'm grateful I I think my room is small enough that um, I'm not trying to be humble, <laughs> but my room is small enough that the sound is, I'm going to say near perfect. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> and I've got our second guest here. It's comedian, writer and host of Werewolf Live because you watch regular and all-round funny bloke, also my friend contractually, it's John Gracie. Hey. Hello, Beck. What a lovely greeting, as always. And you mentioned that you are legally obliged to say that you're my friend. Yes. Don't say that with any of the other regulars, just you. <laughs> How are you, Beck? Keeping well? I am. I am keeping well. I'm. It's It's just nice to, to be speaking with people and to be in the ears of people listening. I feel connected to them. But I know, like, they can talk to us and we can't. That's my favourite kind of conversation as a podcast, is that I get to do talking and everyone else has to listen. <laughs> <laughs> Right, I, I, I want to get straight into it because I, I'm very excited about today's episode. So Rory, tell us what category we've got today. So we're going to be getting all lovey-dovey on this episode. Our category today is Opposites Attract Romances, which is a real category on Netflix with 42 titles within it at time of recording, including You've Got Mail, When Harry Met Sally, and a Bollywood film called When Harry Met Sajal, which is in no way affiliated with When Harry Met Sally. Uh <laughs> Is anyone here a big fan of this kind of opposites attract romances, this kind of genre? I do like romance. I do like romance. Okay. I do like romance. Yeah. <laughs> it's brave of you to admit it. Yeah, I know. I, um, I like how you're saying it like you're confirming a rumour, Lou. Like everyone's been like, oh, did you hear that Lou Sanders likes romance? No way. You heard it here first, guys. But hang on. Like how how many films are in this category, please? There are uh, 40 two titles in this category oh the meaning of life and what are the famous ones what are the famous yes ones? You, you, you've got mail which if, if you uh 
here is the Netflix description, which is Superstore magnate Joe and independent shop owner Kathleen fall in love via the internet, both unaware that he's trying to put her out of business. So there's some definitely some sort of oppositeness in their mm. stances, which then they obviously end up falling in love at the end. And we've also got When Harry Met Sally, and they're not quite opposite. They're, uh, as the Netflix description says, uh, they are chums who resist mm. sexual attraction. But it does take them a while to become chums as well. Like, that's the nice thing about that film, is it does start off with them... Re- well, she really dislikes him from the start. And I think that's that's got to be integral to an opposite attract film, right? Like, there has to be a moment yeah. where one of them hates the other one? I think so. Yeah. Because yeah. mm. not all romances start with hate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But then you've got somewhere to go, right, in the relationship, you know. Yeah. Starts with a dislike, and then they slowly warm up to each other. Then you have the like, you know, the sexy moment, and then yeah. You know, there's the... another. There's another bizarre thing that actually repeats in this category, which I should flag up because it caught my eye. Uh, this category features a movie called Love.com, uh, and it also features a movie called Love.com. Uh, I'm sure you don't need any help, though. You can easily tell those two apart. There's another movie <laughs> called Love.com, which is based no, on a manga isn't. called Love.com. Uh, but that movie of Love.com is not in this category, uh, sadly. Uh, <laughs> the plot is something that made me want to rip my eyeballs out. Uh, so let me just describe it to you. Um, when a fashion blogger falls in love with a video game blogger, their romance goes viral. Oh, God. <laughs> Let's all pitch I Love.com movies. Mine's mine's love.com and it's about grammar. A couple fall out because of grammar. And they get back together when he goes to night school. Nice. nice. And, and that, that's good. John, what's your I've, love? I've got mine. Here? Mine's mine's love.coma, where uh, a guy Ooh. a guy's in a car accident and he's put into a coma and uh his best friend sees him every single day to kind of get help him get out of it and then they slowly fall in love. Wow. And when he wakes when he wakes up, he's got all these residual memories. Uh, and then they they fall in love, and, and it's not creepy. I know it. That's nice. Can I ask? I'm just looking through the <laughs> Netflix link that you sent us, Rory. Um, there mm. is a film with a heavy Julie Roberts presence in the poster called Mystic Pizza. Has anyone yes, seen this? Yes, that's correct. 1988's wow. Mystic Pizza, starring Julie I mean, Roberts. I've never heard of this film, but I kind of want to. Does anyone know what the plot of Mystic Pizza is? Because I we would all, love can we all anyone guess? to just guess. Yes. Yeah. If we don't know, can we can we pitch the plot? Do you want to yes. go first, Lou? Mm, okay, Mystic Pizza. Is it? Yes. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Okay, um, so, <laughs> yeah, I know, no, don't worry, I got this, guys. Uh, <laughs> so, Mystic Pizza, you know, uh, there's a there's a lady called uh, Chanteletta, Chanteletta, she's um, oh, yeah. from, from Spain, <laughs> of course, and uh, Chanteletta used to use her um, uh, crystal ball to tell the future, and she earned a lot of money, she's very good at it, actually, and then one day a thief stole her crystal ball, because um, they, this is a bit like Emperor's New Clothes, Um, uh, basically the message is the power is within because the burglars stole the crystal ball and the bad guys weren't able to use it Um, karma anyone heard of it Uh, and then (laughs) Chantaletta Chantaletta lost her confidence and um, you know her confidence was hit after the burglary and then her great grandma came to her in a dream and said your powers are within baby and then um, <laughs> someone delivered her a pizza that night and she realised that she could read the pizza and then she was really protective over that pizza and she was like no one eat the last slice this is my this is my future my fortune I have to keep the pizza and it went mouldy and then she was like oh I need to relearn the message again grandma came back in a dream you know busy old grandma and then 
then um, she gets a new pizza and she can just read, read any pizza. And it is a bit of a, uh, it's a bit of a coup because people are like, oh, I get my pizza read and then they get a meal as well. So big, big, big day out for the customers. Let's get on to our pictures. John Gracie, you are up first. What have you got for us? So the title is called Death Row Dreamboat. Mm, okay. I'm interested. And oh, you've piqued my interest straight off the excellent. bat. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> so uh, so Mason, Mason Mathers is a, a handsome, tall giant of a man with a troubled past. He's never been able to forgive himself for what happened that day. And he's so riddled with guilt, he can't wait for the sweet release of the afterlife. Until, who's this? hard-boiled prison warden Graham Garfield, an older man whose love for the law is only superseded by his love for his mother. Graham spent years in the prison system trying to rehabilitate the cons he meets there, but after he got too close to a con back in 2003, he knows better than to open his heart. He's here to do a job to make sure these men get the punishment the system says they deserve. But why does his soul ache when those lights shut down and the cell doors close? And can anyone find the key that unlocks his broken heart? Oh my word! Oh, that's oh. great. Hello, Beck. Are you Beck? Are you thinking what I'm thinking? Where are the women? I'm please? Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was debating for quite a long time what to make all the characters because I thought if it's a man, if it's a man in prison and a woman uh, jailer, that kind of works because the power balance is less creepy. If it's a woman in jail and male jailer, that's kind of gross. It could be an all women's prison. I'm not. I'm not averse to that. Um, but I do agree it's not it's not very women heavy. But I did want it, I did want the primarily the primary relationship to be a, a, a queer one, if possible. It was it was beautifully written. I will say that I'm not the judge even, but I just want to say it's beautifully written. I didn't mean to pick it apart. Is this yeah. going to be just a two character film, or are we going to have some side characters, maybe some cameos? What What are you thinking? I'm, I mean, it definitely feels like a prison movie is where you want your cameos. <laughs> Wacky Prison Man three. Um, no, we've well, got. I um, think of like a Green Mile. You had uh, Sam Rockwell as evil guy. Um, well, actually, who... interesting. You mentioned the Green Mile because my pitch, my elevator pitch, is uh, Death Row Dreamboat logline when Harry met Sally meets the Green Mile. Oh yeah. So with other characters, we've got Sally Garfield is Graham's mum. She loves her son very much, uh, but she he feels this kind of old fashioned obligation to look after her, which she doesn't really need. But she wants to encourage him to find love. But you know he's so locked away after this that traumatic experience by nearly falling in love with another prisoner that she's uh, she's seeing him kind of squirrel himself away, and she wants him to really get out there and find a nice guy. So she's kind of uh, trying to get her son to to step up step up to the plate. Mm. The other character I should mention is Mark, who is Mason's brother who is the, uh, so the crime, I should talk about the crime. Mason um, was supposed to hold up a, a convenience store with his brother because they, they grew up very poor and they need, uh, his brother turned to crime. But Mason was out on a date when Mark, his brother, went to rob the store and Mark ended up killing the store owner. And then Mason, because they look quite alike, went down for it and took the fall Ooh. for his brother. But he was out on a date. Ma- uh, Mason was out on a date that day. So he's also turned his back on love because he associates love with the reason he wasn't there to protect his little brother. So both these men are closed off from love. And yet that's the thing that's going to set them free in this most cold of settings. Oh, how does it end? So I actually haven't decided. So I need I need the, the team to help me on this. But um, so... The, the last line I've written in the plot section is the end of the film culminates with Mason's execution date getting ever nearer. Will Graham risk everything to save his love 
or will he listen to duty instead of his heart? I think it'd be nice if there, if um, like, uh, I think because there needs to be more than one woman in this. So I think like a female judge should come in and be mm. like, I've just reviewed the evidence and this was a wrongful jailing death penalty. You're free to go. And then they walk out of jail holding nice. hands. I think if we're all, if all we're... of them as well, not just like, not just the couple. <laughs> yeah, and Graham's mum, yeah. and and Duncan Pierce, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> so okay, casting wise, we should talk about this. So uh, Mason, silent, strong, handsome type. Obviously, I've gone for Channing Tatum. Okay. Now, are we finally going to give uh, Channing Tatum some lines? Because I think it's been three ideas in a row where he hasn't had anything, <laughs> any lines. He's lucky to get a name, to be honest. I think we should we should cast Channing Tatum and we should make the difference that every time Mason goes to speak, it cuts away to someone else. <laughs> he just keeps getting interrupted like he never has a line. I like, um, well, I've forgotten his blooming name again. Who was, oh, I'm going to have to, I really like him as well. So it's a real wonder. Um, it's like, a bit like being on with your nan, isn't it? Um <laughs> I can't remember the thing that he was in. Oh, yeah. Clive. Uh, Clive. Clive Owen? Yes, please. Get him in there. I mean, he's pretty handsome. Definitely put him he's in. He's the sexiest. If you want an older sexy guy, it's him. Sure. Yeah, I'd love Clive to go down on me. <laughs> sure. Yeah, I just pop him for one scene and it's him. <laughs> I'll put Lou Standers in as, do you want to be a prisoner, Lou? Or just uh, like someone coming in for a conjugal? I'll be like, um, what, uh, hang on, what's he up to, Clive Owen? What's his character again? So he's, he's the like prison manager. Prison manager, what are they called? Warden? Yeah. Yeah, prison warden, that's it. Who's very obsessed with the rule of the law. But what I will say, his character arc is to realise that there are exceptions to this rule because he falls in love with Mason, who's clearly a sweet, innocent man. So his arc is going from hardline to... What's he doing going down on me then? (laughs) I mean, good question. (laughs) We're going to have to struggle to fit that scene in narratively. No, I'm taking it out. I've been Googling pictures pictures of his wife and it doesn't sit right. I'm taking it out. What's wrong with his wife? Oh, she's lovely, but I just, you know, I don't want to get in between them, you know. Oh, I see, I see. It's very thoughtful of you. Yeah, I know. Is that because you know that if you're in it, then he would leave her for you and you would feel bad about it? Yeah, I mean, I go method, you know, let's just leave it. Do you want to be in the film, Lou, in another guy's? Well, yeah, I do actually, yeah, because I haven't really been in a film feature length yet. So why don't we. Yeah, I'll, I'll say yes. Actually. Tell you what, Mark, uh, which is Mason's brother, the bad boy brother, his I, I envision him being played by Matthew Perry. Yeah. Uh, gone to seed a bit, kind of like season five, six of Friends, where he's not yeah. looking so hot. If you wanted a romance mm-hmm. scene, he's up for grabs right. if you're interested. I don't like the way that that's sold to me, though. He's lost, <laughs> like, he's lost no. his looks. He's gone to pop. <laughs> Do you want to Realistically, if you want to be his girlfriend, I think people will buy that, you know. No. <laughs> that's so not what I meant. Lou, Lou it's, it's opposite to track. Oh, yeah, oh, exactly. Yeah. Yes. Thank you, Beck. Yeah. Thank you, Oh, Beck, you have <laughs> saved my ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, nice. I hate that in scripts when you're like, oh, my God, why are the men always punching up so much? That's uh, true. So I think, yeah, I will do it, but um, you have to make him look better and you have to make me look worse for feminism. Which, sure. You know, I'm prepared, it's big of me to make myself look bad in a film because of feminism, but I'm prepared to do it. Okay. It's that's, brave. Do you, wanna, do you want a, a name or do you want to be in as Lou Sanders? No, I want a name. Of course I want a name. Okay. All right. Cassandra. How about... Cassandra, 
was about to say Puddle Duck, but that's uh, Beatrix Potter uh, confusion. Uh, well, let's have a, let's have her a bit cooler, shall we? Um... <laughs> <laughs> no, Cassandra. Be... I want to be called Player P L A Y A. Player Player Saunders. Sassman. 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 Player yeah. Sassman. Yeah, Player Sassman. <laughs> Actually, sounds like a real name. Player Sassman is going to be played by Lou Sanders. Yeah, I'm in. Cool. I've updated the cast list. Nice. <laughs> and finally, John, as you know, we need to get the attention of the execs. We need to do some sort of stunt to make them want to commission this on the spot or at least hear us out. What what have you got in mind? What's going to be the thing to get the ball rolling? I mean, honestly, the most eye-catching character on the sheet is now player Sassman. So I think we're going to have to open with that. Mm. Maybe maybe you and Matthew Perry, like driving down a freeway in LA, he's got a bottle of champagne in his hand or you do either way you're partying you're kind of um Thelma and Louising it down the highway mm. all the while we've got a big streamer going out the back of the car saying dream boat uh death row dream boat and then the release date nice. yeah lovely we've got a release date before we've even had it picked up or, or <laughs> that's how good this idea is Beck. Yeah. yeah 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 I like it I like the confidence once they see me with my head out the car like a dog eating a croissant with a streamer behind me. It's, you know, have you, have you heard of No Brainer? Because that's what this is. We'll be back with more in a second, but I just need to let you know that you can find us on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram by searching for at YouWatchedPod. Also, it'd be bloody amazing if you could leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. It takes two seconds and it would make Rory's week. You want to make Rory's week, don't you? One, do it. He's got nothing else going for him. So we've got Death Row Dreamboat. Lou, what have you got for us? Mm. Tell us, tell us well, what I, we're, we're I working a with. Similar thing, actually, because um, both my characters are gay as well. Uh, but my title apparently is the only thing they've got in common is they're both gay. <laughs> That's the title, not even the tagline. Yeah, that, that is the title, the title of the film. Yeah, yeah. You go in strong, let them know from the outset what it's about. Don't waste people's time. Yeah. Um, okay, it's a married couple. You think it's another heteronormative film with a hot man or a hot woman. But wait, plot twist, they're both gay. They help each other get real and set each other up with people becoming best friend wingmans. Yes? Hello? Yes. Ah. <laughs> but so, so they don't get along though. How do they not get along in other ways other than... Look, what it is is... What it is is there's a man and a woman, they're together. You think, oh, yeah, we've seen it, hello. Turns out mm-hmm. they're both gay. Mm-hmm. Now, the relationship's falling apart, and then um, they just basically help each other become the best people that they can be. At the end, right, the woman becomes a human rights lawyer and doesn't settle down, and the gay man, um, she gives him away. And then, get this, bit of a plot twist coming up. I hope you're sitting down. She gives the this lovely uh, couple, this gay men's couple, <laughs> she gives them her womb to have a baby. Now, when you say gives them her womb... I, I take it inside. Yeah. It's still in her. Well, we can, dis- <laughs> we, can dis- we can discuss the ins and outs. <laughs> is it sci-fi? You know, is it sci-fi yeah. and she's taking that womb yeah. out? Because she's busy. She doesn't want to... Yeah. She's a human rights lawyer. She's changing the world, right? Does she want to grow a baby inside her? She ain't got time for the morning sickness. She's got 6 a.m. meetings, you know? Yeah. So she's a human yeah. rights lawyer. So I guess the opposite of a human rights lawyer. Is he like... 
really into like capital punishment and stuff? Is he like really evil? Yeah, like you know how um Queen guy. Freddie Mercury? Yes. He was married to a girl and he really loved her, but and they were like soulmates, but they weren't romantically uh, very good for each other because of course he was gay and yeah. they mm. this couple are really close and they love each other but they both have to then come to terms that they think they might be gay and she sees him be gay first and she's devo and then she realizes she's gay so it's like an awakening film it's like a yeah. a second coming of age i think that's a really nice i like the idea that the the opposites attract thing is actually it's the it's the opposite of opposites attract it's two yeah. similar people who can't yeah. who who can't be in love it does go against the title of the film which is all the only thing they have in common is that they're gay oh yeah 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 yeah. i mean uh. looking at the title now in the whole black day we're all thinking oh is there anything in the play on words of bye because they're saying bye but they're also oh bye. yeah bye oh, bye baby goodbye bye bye baby <gasps> because they're both bye and they're having a baby yeah well, we... bye bye uh, baby it's we've excellent. got it we've got it i should check though are they bi or are they gay? Well, they sleep with each other and get off on it. So you tell me. <laughs> <laughs> How do they discover that uh, the other person might be more attracted to the same sex rather than them? Um, well, maybe it's, um, they've come across an iCloud folder. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I think what it should be is that we should meld love.com as a website idea and Bye Bye Baby. And the idea is they're, they're both on this buy website because they're actually looking at other people when they're curious and then they may oh actually maybe they have maybe they have uh gender neutral names and they start chatting each other up they're like oh no Uh, Um, i wasn't actually what i i didn't want to attract you because i'm actually looking for someone of the same gender and they're like me too and then they're like oh so we can be best friends and also support each other in our romantic endeavors and then that's really nice the womb thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's for the producers to sort out. The womb thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So do they fall in love all over again now that they see themselves as the sex they're more attracted to, but then as, as a in a mirror to them falling more in love, they also realize more about themselves, which leads to the ending where they're like, yeah, we still love each other totally, but I'm going to have to go over here and do this and take my womb with you. Yeah. Yeah. Although I take my <laughs> womb with you is weird. <laughs> Yeah. Look, hey, don't shoot the messenger. <laughs> I think that's great. Uh, Lou, did you have any ideas for, for casting? Any Anyone that you would like to see in the starring roles here? No. <laughs> <laughs> great. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everyone. <laughs> we'll leave it up to well, the audience's imagination. See you. Night-night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They do something. I do like Whoopi Goldberg, Yeah. if you can factor her in. Yeah. I think she should narrate it. I think there should be a narrator. Yes. And we'll have Whoopi Goldberg narrate it. And the very end of it, she, she, ah, oh, at the end of it, Whoopi Goldberg is, <gasps> is she's, t- she's delivered the baby. It turns out she's the midwife of the baby. And then she's oh. telling the baby about how the parents met. I thought you were going to say she was the baby all grown up. <laughs> I know. I'm, but for a second, I thought you're like, she's voicing the baby like, and look who's talking. Like, <laughs> How are we going to get their attention, Lou? What stunt are we going to pull to get the the execs listening? Just walk in, slap a womb on the table. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, or, or maybe just, like, threaten them. Sort of pictures of their family and stuff like that and say, we know where you live, and if you don't commission this, you know, you're going to get it, that kind of thing. It's a bold move. I, I respect it. It's such a lovely film about the complex nature of relationships and love. 
and what it is that brings people together and treats, t- teaches them to stay and to continue on in life. It's so beautifully, it's so it's so beautifully written. And then to pitch it by threatening the <laughs> smash that house. Yeah. Look, it's a tough business, Beck. You yeah. got to work hard to get your film yeah. made. I reckon that's all we need for both of them. Rory, can you give us a, a summary of what we've got? Of course. We've got two absolutely amazing ideas which are now going to be added onto our slate under Opposites Attract Romances. First up, we've got John's idea, which is Death Row Dreamboat. And correct me if I get anything wrong here, uh, John. Uh, it stars uh, Matthew Perry as Mason. Whoa, um, whoa, whoa. Who, uh, no, stop right? me right there. Matthew Perry is Mason's brother, Mark. I don't know how you got oh, Mark Mason. Sorry, don't hear you got Mason <laughs> Mathers and Mark Mathers confused. <laughs> J- J- John Mason and Mark look very similar. That's that's a, a whole hey. plot point. Don't you? It is. It is. Which is why you got to get the casting right. So Mason is actually played by Channing Tatum. Yeah. Okay. Right. 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 And, and so, I tell you what, Matthew Perry and Channing Tatum do look very similar. Yeah, so similar. <laughs> so John's idea, which is Death Row Dreamboat, stars Channing Tatum as Mason, uh, constantly trying to get a word in edgeways, always interrupted, but he is our titular death row dreamboat. He's a handsome, tall giant uh, with a troubled past. He's got nothing to live for after being busted mid-date by the cops who mistook him for his brother, Mark, for murdering a shopkeeper. That is, until hard-boiled silver fox Graham Garfield joins the prison. Graham has allowed himself to become closed off to prisoners' needs after getting too close to a prisoner once before and being burned. But can this star-crossed romance find a way to unlock Graham's heart? By the end of a movie, it does happen and they leave the prison hand in hand and everybody else's hands in hand too uh, because their romance was so inspiring <laughs> that absolutely everyone just marches right out of that prison in a big human ribbon of love. Perfect. <laughs> Next up, we've got Lou's Idea, Bye Bye Baby. It's a sensitive film made by psychopaths. Uh, It stars a married couple who are super in love. They're super, super in love, male and female. But then we see the slow unraveling of their marriage because plot twist, they're actually a gay man and gay woman or bi man and bi woman. They're both secretly on a bi website called love.com and mistake each other for people of the same sex due to their gender neutral usernames. They fall in love all over again, but in the process realize that they're actually more interested in the same sex and decide to split on good terms. And it ends with the wife giving the womb to the guy, maybe gift wrapped, uh, to have a baby with his male lover of choice. Those are our two ideas, Bye Bye Baby and Death Row Dreamboats. Two amazing new additions to our slate. Thank you, Rory. Summarised with the efficiency of a court stenographer who also likes shouting all words to that effect. Just reading out the script as it's been You're not. You're not wrong. Uh, Rory, do, is, there a, is there a website where people can read all these brilliant ideas? No, there should be, shouldn't there? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm going to look up some of the old bullshit I've come up with and see what it is. Yeah, I'd be interested to see your percentage of Channing Tatum ideas. Until that moment, guests and listeners can find us on social media. We are at You Watch Pod on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Please tell us who you think should be cast in these films. If you disagree with any of our notes, tell us if you think there should be a different ending to the films. We'd like to hear from you. You can also subscribe to us if you haven't already and review us on Apple Podcasts. It really helps us out. Finally, a massive thanks to both Lou Sanders and John Gracie. Lou, do you have anything to plug? Uh, No, I do a podcast called Cuddle Club. Um, That's it really at the moment. Uh, Are you uh, on uh, Twitter and social media as well? 
Yeah, if they just Google Lou Sanders, they can find me on both. John Gracie, are you the first person to come up when people Google you? Uh, I don't know. Uh, let's have a look. Yeah, John, I can confirm that johngracie.sexy is the first result. So win for you. Yeah, that is my website. You can follow me on Twitter at John Gracie. And also we do a show every Tuesday on Twitch called Werewolf Live, which is comedians playing werewolf. It's on at 7 p.m. UK time every Tuesday. It's lots of fun. Please tune in. Great. That's it. Bye. Thanks for having me. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) This episode of Because You Watch featured Lou Sanders, John Gracie, Rory Binks and me, Beck Hill. It was produced by Joe Grace and Martin Tricky. Yeah.